Hello, this is Penn Gillette. If I were to actually listen to the Liberal Cube podcast featuring host Jordan Maywood, I could potentially enjoy it. The Libra Cube. That is a podcast we haven't heard yet. Might be good, might be terrible. The Libro Cube Podcast with host Jordan Maywood. All right, here we go. This comes to us from our good friend Jordan Maywood. You call hamburger steamed ham. Yes. Hello, welcome to the Libro Cube. My name is Jordan Maywood, and I am the Lackadaisical Libro Cubicleist. This show is one in which I discuss all the media I have consumed. Why? Because if I don't, then what's going to happen? I'm just going to think about these movies in my mind, and they'll stagnate up there and won't be poured forth into the internet. That's a ridiculous thought. Why would people do such a thing? <laughs> Just saying to the missus the other day that she was trying to remember um, the name of the movie that we watched uh, last weekend. And I just said to her, uh, uh, you know, basically start a podcast where you talk about all the movies you watched, among other medias, of course, and uh, you'll never have to remember things like that. You'll just look back at the uh, past episode notes and be like, oh, oh, yeah, perfect. It comes in handy more often than you would think when I need to sort of figure out which media I have consumed or not. I just go into my uh, my uh, email account and I type in the name, and if it pops up with the tag podcast stuff, then I know uh, I have experienced that media. So, you know, it's like an extension of my memory, which is interesting because I just read uh, or saw, read or saw uh, an article the other day about how uh, Elon Musk apparently wants to integrate, uh, I guess, like web searches into our brain, where our brain directly accesses this is information electronically, which, you know, horrifying and very, very cool at the same time. Just like this podcast. Eh? That doesn't make sense. Oh, shit. I forgot to get my uh, buttons ready. Although this uh, particular episode, I only need one button because this is a very rare. Uh, 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 I haven't done this since back when I started the podcast, which is a. Uh, uh, an entire episode devoted solely to one subject, uh, one uh, media type, uh, that being... Pushing button. Movie monologue. Today's movie monologue sponsor is Movie Theater Popcorn. Thank you for that sponsorship. You know what? On the note, uh, you know what? Hopefully the sponsor has stopped listening by this point. Uh, I was never a huge fan of popcorn in general. Uh, I suppose is movie theater popcorn better than non-movie theater popcorn? Sure, maybe. I don't know. I'm not a coinosseur of popcorn. Uh, yeah, uh, Anyways, as I was saying, yeah, uh, when I started this podcast, I would uh, record every day and even re I, I would release, say, three to five episodes a week, maximum five. It would be Movie Monday, TV Tuesday, Book Bow Wednesday, Her Video Games Day, and Ha Internet Day. 
were the individual days of the week, uh, which is why uh, this is interesting episode, just because since episode 300, I think it was, I sort of changed it where it's one episode a week, uh, and the episodes would potentially have five different segments, uh, as you know and love. Uh, the first uh, always being movie uh, monologue, which is what this is, and uh, very strange in that that's all I have. I, I have not really been watching much television other than Supernatural, which I'm on finally the final season, so we'll talk about that. I don't know if I'll be done in time for next episode. Probably not, actually. Um, and in terms of games, oh, I'll give you behind the scenes on that. I'm playing uh, Control. Oh, man, it is so good. It's one of the, the funnest games I've played in a long, long time, I feel like. Uh, yeah, spoiler that I'm going to give it a 5 out of 5. Yeah, that's not a professional thing that a podcaster should do, but I am not, so I don't care. Uh, Treasure Island is a book I'm reading, and I'm almost done that. So uh, next episode, 563, we'll have all sorts of good stuff. Uh, all right, so uh, we're in the movie monologue, though. Movie The First, Escape Room, from 2019. Oh. Six strangers find themselves in a maze of deadly, mysterious rooms and must use their quits to survive. Uh, yeah, very reminiscent of Saw, and I'm just noticing now on the IMDb page that's the, I don't know if the main character, I guess she kind of is, uh, one of the people stuck in the room, she has like a, a jigsaw puzzle pieces cut out of her face, which, come on, like, I understand people are gonna compare uh, a movie such as this to the Saw franchise, but do you really need to cut out the little jigsaw pieces on the poster? Come on. Come on. Uh, yeah, uh, it was good. Uh, this was obviously a selection of the misses because she likes this sort of thing. Uh, and I, you know, I, I don't mind it. Um, if you've seen a Saw movie, picture that. However, uh, instead of the sort of, uh, background of, a, a jigsaw trying to teach often not very nice people a lesson. Uh, in this case, it's a. Uh, it has some. No, I guess it doesn't really. Um, people sign up, or are signed up to uh, uh, do an escape room, and um, for reasons which I'll try not to spoil. Although I should say, as I should say at the top of every episode, um, which I am bad at doing recently, uh, the potential exists. You may not have consumed some of this media yourself. So I warn of that possibility as a sort of spoiler warning. Uh, yeah. So, uh, uh this group, um, sort of have to, uh, work their way through, uh, for the first, I guess it varies for them. Uh, they think, that uh, it, it's it's not real at first. There, there, there's some of that. <laughs> then there's, you know, like death. <laughs> that kind of changes their mind a, get, uh, a bit. Uh, some interesting death, some interesting um, actual rooms. Like they sort of go from room to room to room and each has sort of a different theme and they sort of learn over the course of this uh, how everything is connected, how all their respective pasts uh, have this sort of uh, interesting shared connection, uh, and there's a there's a, uh, a an overreaching story to why they are in this uh, scenario that I think probably sets it up for uh, more 
uh, um, more in a in a series of movies, which uh, I, I could see there being more. I, I could see them making more of this movie. Uh, most of the people I don't think uh, you would recognize. Uh, the one that I do the most is... Uh, what's his name? Tyler Labine. Yeah, uh, if you Google uh, Tyler Labine... Uh, I'm sure it's a, a name you will, or a, a face you will recognize. Tucker and Dale versus Evil, uh, potentially being one of his uh, uh, most notable roles, maybe. Uh, okay, so uh, rating. Jeez, I think I'd go like a solid four. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with my scale, three is enjoyed while watching, but probably wouldn't watch again. Uh, and I could see a scenario um, where uh, I would watch this, you know, years down the road. Uh, uh, sort of look back fondly on this and uh, say, hey, remember that? Yeah, that was good. Or, uh, uh, even a more likely scenario, if they do start making more of these uh, uh, and watching them sort of in a in a little mini, uh, uh, mini marathon of some sort. Eh? You know, that sort of scenario. Uh, moving on to movie the second, Dying Laughing from 2016. Yeah, this was available on YouTube for free, which was interesting. Uh, yeah, uh, if you didn't know, uh, YouTube has some movies. Uh, I, I, they're they're often. Uh, I, I don't. It's it's very strange the criteria that YouTube has for movies, uh, be it free or paid. I, I'm not quite sure what, uh, how it comes about. Uh, uh, okay, so the the impetus is the craft, creative process, and complicated lives of stand-up comedians. Yeah, um, not surprisingly, as I've probably watched most, uh, at least of the, uh, the, the, the more popular, let's say, documentaries around the world of stand-up comedy, that I would watch this and enjoy it. Uh, rating-wise, four and change. Yeah, um, it's basically just... Uh, a crap ton of uh, uh, funny people sitting around talking about uh, sort of life of a of a comedian. Now, uh, I should potentially go three and change rather than four and change, just for the reason that some of the people in this are not stand-up comedians, <laughs> so it doesn't really, or it, it, they were at some point, uh, uh, and and some of the like, who do we have here? Jamie Foxx. Is Jamie Foxx a stand-up comedian? Eh. Jerry Lewis. Eh. Uh, 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 Kevin Hart. <laughs> uh, Amy Schumer. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, despite the uh, perhaps loose interpretation of stand-up comedian... Uh, <laughs> That's a mean thing to say, and I don't say mean things on this podcast, so now I feel bad. Uh, despite that, uh, it, it's a fine documentary, uh, uh, basically just talking heads, so uh, you're not going to be sort of blown away by visuals uh, or anything like that. You could probably, although the way they filmed this was kind of weird, I think some sort of black and white camera, I don't know, there was something strange about it. It was almost like one of those cameras that, like, uh, black and white and you could see like uv like you ever see that where it's like a, uh, uh it's black and white and then like someone puts on say sunscreen and you can see sort of the because it's a, a uv light or whatever it is it's it, like you can see the sunscreen despite the fact that it's actually clear uh it was almost like that camera uh very strange 
choice, but uh, why not? Uh, okay, moving on to, I think, yes, of all of these, probably my favorites. Yeah, okay, so spoiler. Oh, yeah, I should do that. Feud. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, Palm Springs from 2020. Yeah, uh, this is available on Netflix, at least here in Canada. Uh, when Carefree Niles and reluctant maid of honor Sarah have a chance encounter at a Palm Springs wedding, things get complicated as they are unable to escape the venue, themselves, or each other. What? What would prevent them? Would it be some sort of... Uh, Groundhog Day scenario in which time is looping? Yes. You know, it's very strange. And maybe I should talk about this on next episode in the game cabin segment, uh, assuming I haven't finished Control, which I don't think I will. Um, I just ran yesterday a D&D session in which the players uh, were in a town that kept resetting. Uh, and that was like a couple of days after, uh, watching this movie, just sort of coincidentally. Uh, okay. So easy, easy five out of five. Uh, something about, uh, watches of the missus, I should say, uh, something about this scenario, this, uh, time loop scenario that I very much enjoy. Uh, and I sort of, it's not just Groundhog Day, although that is a, a sort of a famously almost a, a flawless film. Uh, that I love, yes, but also the combination of um, romantic comedies with some sort of weird twist to them. Like, uh, I was trying to think of other ones. There's Palm Springs, there's uh, Seeking a Friend for the End of the World was another I thought of. Um what are other ones? Uh, there's definitely a lot out there for some reason. It's like take romantic com comedy and then add this weird twist to it. And then suddenly I like it. Um, and in this case, love it. Uh, so stars uh, Andy Samberg and Kristen Meloti. Who, oh, and J.K. Simmons. Yeah, pretty, pretty freaking good. Actually, the whole cast is, uh, is incredible. And uh, I, I just highly recommend this movie. I, I won't give too much away in terms of the hows and whys of a time loop. Uh, it's fun to sort of find that for yourself. Um, but uh, I definitely highly recommend. Funny, heartwarming, uh, makes you think. Uh, it's funny, the missus does not... I don't, I don't know if it's just I've watched so much science fiction and, and read and, uh, and I think I've talked about this before, maybe with regards to Star Trek that, uh, if you watch a lot of time stuff where time does weird things, you start to not only recognize, but sort of, uh, you're, you're, the, the more you're exposed to it. And this is just what learning is, I suppose, the more you're exposed to it, the easier you could sort of wrap your mind around what is happening in terms of weird time stuff, which uh, I very much enjoy. Uh, and the missus, who has not, sometimes, <laughs> eh, she doesn't listen to this, I could say it, uh, sometimes she, she does not quite follow the whole uh, uh, time weirdness, uh, so I have to explain it, which uh, I don't mind doing, of course, because I love her. What don't I love, apparently, is Medea movies. Aw, I feel bad a little bit. Uh, so uh, the missus and I uh, decided, you know what, in, in the sort of 
quarantine thought, which I've been doing a lot of lately, or, or trying to, of, of trying new things. Like, uh, <laughs> this is going to sound so dumb. Uh, I had tofu for the first time the other day. Eh, it was okay. Uh, the kind I bought was like, um, like infused with flavor, apparently. But uh, even with that, it, it kind of was somewhat flavorless. Uh, it, it was fine. I put it in a, a air fryer and, uh, you know, got a little crispy on the outside and it, it was good. It's, it's, it was not something I would go out of my way to have again, but now I can finally say I've had tofu. <sighs> and I can also say I've watched a Medea movie or uh, part of, which I suppose we'll get into. Okay. So l let me lay some things on the ground. First and foremost, the fact that, um, we wanted to try something new, having not watched one of these before, uh, and not really knowing much about them, just knowing that there was, like, a lot of them. Uh, so that's our fault for not maybe doing research and starting with a Medea family funeral, which apparently is the final <laughs> which I didn't realize until I started uh, uh, when when I went to IMDb to get the link uh, yeah, I didn't realize that this is the last of the Medea movies so potentially potentially our fault for starting with the last in the franchise uh, and maybe if we had started on an earlier one we would have liked it more although I'm seeing the Metacritic score is 39 so that's not great either um, yeah uh, did not like it um, and, and, and it was bad, yes, but it was not so bad it was good. It was just sort of, I, I didn't really get what was happening. Like, there was just sort of people talking and, and telling quote-unquote jokes, not one of which I found was funny or... or it just didn't make sense. I, I, I really couldn't wrap my mind around it. Um, and for that reason, and also for the reason that in a very rare turn of events, we watched half hour of it and uh, turned it off, which we, we basically, like, I know I never do it. Sometimes Mrs. does, but uh, I, I very infrequently uh, turn movies off without finishing them, even if I am not having a great time. But this one was just sort of... <sighs> It was just sort of a, a, a nothing. Like it, it didn't, it, it it didn't. Like I didn't hate it. I didn't like it. It was just sort of there and on, and and nothing seemed to really be happening. It was there was this very strange scene where uh, it, it almost. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this. Good thing no one listens to this. It almost felt like, uh, uh, uh where a scene where, um, they were pulled over by police and they were sort of. Uh, yeah they were it, it almost like they were trying to say that uh, not all cops are bad that sort of thing and to to <laughs> i don't know it, it it just first of all defund the police okay so just so you know the, where i'm coming from and this sort of felt like it was uh, i don't know i'm not going to say anything further as a, uh, a, a cis white male middle-aged it just felt very, very strange. And uh, I'm going to have to give a Medea family funeral a one because I give ones to movies that I can't finish. And this was one of them. Moving on to a very, very good movie uh, from 1993, The Fugitive. Oh, yeah. I hadn't seen this in a couple of years. Uh, I, I think the missus uh, was watching 
like bits and pieces on television and I saw it and uh, we started talking about how good it was and she said okay well uh, let's watch it this weekend and that's just what we did. Dr. Richard Kimball, unjustly accused of murdering his wife, must find the real killer while being the target of a nationwide manhunt led by seasoned U.S. Marshal. The seasoned U.S. Marshal, of course, played by Tommy Lee Jones. Dr. Kimball, Harrison Ford. Oh, a lot of familiar faces, actually, you will see in this uh, a sort of classic 90s action movie. Uh, <laughs> a couple of times, the score in particular. Oh, is a very 90s action movie score, uh, which, you know, is not a bad thing necessarily. It kind of is a bad thing, actually. Uh, some things we didn't do well in the 90s, and apparently movie scores and action movies um, was one of them. It's just different. It's just different. Uh, yeah, this is a great movie. Uh, the amounts that we, uh, the Mrs. and I, remembered versus did not was a, a, a good ratio. Because you don't want to go into a movie, like I've I've seen this oh god it's had to be around fifth time over the years uh, it's just one of those uh, movies that used to be on TV a shit ton of times and well still is apparently and uh, uh, Harrison Ford in an action movie you know that's just good period full stop and the story is interesting we got some Joey pants and in general. Highly recommend. Folks, uh, a shortish episode and uh, not a good one. So, you know, yay, boo, who can say? It's nice to be nice to the nice. Wait, wait, wait. Just thought of a silver lining. Not a good episode, but it's shorter than normal. Uh, nice to be nice to the nice. This is the end of the show. A sincere thank you for listening. Time to plug some things and I do not mean butts. You can like us on Facebook. You can follow Jordan underscore Maywood on Twitter. You can subscribe and comment on iTunes. Lastly, if you would like to contact the podcast, you can email jordan.maywood at gmail.com. I would like to conclude that I am not a robot and that I have a theory. I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon. Something isn't right there. I've got a theory. The best is yet to come, and babe, won't it be fine? You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Wait till the warm-up's underway. Wait till our lips have met. Wait till you see that sunshine day You ain't seen nothing yet The best is yet to come and be Won't it be fine The best is yet to come Live long and prosper